This is Kiara, and you are checking out the Three Count Podcast. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. That's right, your Sherpa, the man himself, the guy who leads you up the mountain to the summit because that's what we do here. We bring on people, we ask them questions because let's be real, I get lost all the time. But it's never about me, it's always about who's entering the ring. And today, she comes to us from Invictus, GCW, MPW, Ladies Night Out. She's from BCW. She can be also found at Shine, ICW, QDC, and Power Evolve at NYWC. That's right, I do my research. And you guys know her as the queen of the cookie cutter. She is Vanity. Hello. That intro was immaculate. Hey, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So thank you for coming on our show and talking with us. No problem. Thanks for having me and hitting me up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will I will be upfront honest. So Chaz and I, uh, we actually came up to the Invictus show. And that's where we first met you. And yeah. while we were driving back home, we talked about three matches. But... Your match was the one that we probably spent the most time on because we're big fans of Vicky. We're also big fans of you. And then we're big fans of Riley as well. So seeing all three of you work together in a match was just killer to me. I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a double cookie cutter. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, snap the busters out right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so high when I saw that because I was like, I just, I died laughing. And then uh, I... I was checking out your IG live and you were talking about how you developed that. Um, so I guess I want to start there, right? Um, one, who is Vanity? And two, how did you come up with the cookie cutter? Okay. I get that question a lot for who is Vanity. Um, I would just say, like, I don't even speak that much, but when I do, hey, everyone's listening. So I would say I'm like more street smart. Fashion is my thing. Um, if you get in my face, then we have a problem. That's just it. You know what I'm saying? I'm from New York, so that's it. And I'm from Jersey. We have the same attitude. Once you step in my circle, we got a problem. But I- I'm just a cookie cut cutter person. Like I tackle all my problems, and yeah. And as for the cookie cutter, um, I kept losing in my matches, which I was okay with, you know, in the beginning of wrestling, but putting a move set together I was just like all right moves are moved but I want people to be like oh my what what she really kicked her in the you know and I'm like maybe I did maybe I didn't but gold dust did the shattered dreams and we were tape studying I was tape studying with WrestlePro, which was PWS back then and then I was like that's it that's it and then um gold dust did the shattered dreams once I didn't see it again for a while. And I was like, I have to, I have to have that move. But then when I did it, um, I was just like, I need to scream. I don't know. Like I already don't talk. So the cookie cutter was born one day. And I think I did it on, I think I did it on Deanna Perazzo the first time. I think I did it on Deanna and like, I did it on another guy, but yeah, the cookie cutter was born. And every time I do it, I just scream it out so everybody knows what it is. It's it's funny because I've always wondered that, right? Like, 
And it's, it's something I just want to see happen one time in a major promotion because I've never seen it, right? Like, dude gets low blowed, that's the end of the match, right? That, it's a, that's a DQ. But a girl gets kicked in her cookie, the match just continues on. I was like, no, 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 that, that's a DQ because that should definitely be a DQ. I was like, I've yet to, I just want one time where like the woman is like the champ, she has the belt, she comes out, she's talking trash to the other girl and just bell rings, she just kicks her. And like the ref just stands like hands up and then he's just like, ring the bell. And then like, that's how the match ends. Like, yeah. Firstly, I was like, yo, I think that's just, I think that's just a fun way to end the match. I mean, a lot of people will be pissed off and that's the point. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that's so great. <laughs> so funny to watch. It's I don't really watch my matches over. I just get right to the cookie cutter part and I just like end up laughing. Oh yeah, I was I was dead. I was like, oh, that's and I was looking at chats, I was like, that's brilliant. That's that's one of the best things I've ever seen. And I was like, and it's so it's so simple, but it's so effective. And like you're saying, like you hit it and that's the, the number one thing like I think of like all the time now, whenever Chaz and I talk about we and to be fair, we talk about you a lot. When we talk about you, instantly the first thing I think of is that. So yes, that move is definitely impressionable and that it has left an impression in my mind now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, like how did you get into the business? Um when I was like nineteen or twenty, I went to college and the gym was really growing on me, just going to the gym, getting away from the house because home life was just, I moved around a lot and it was just annoying moving, making new friends, finding another job. So I went to, I went to a college and my speech teacher was so awesome. And he had us write essays about stuff that we love. And um, it was like a five week course on every Friday, we had like a big essay. So mine was like nutrition, uh, gym, my grandpa who introduced me to wrestling, wrestling. And then I think on the fifth week, I talked about the Lita and the Hardy Boys. Like I was a kid in college. And then um, my college professor was like, hey, you know, you passed the class. And I'm like, all right, give me my A and I can go to my next class. And he's like, no, sit down. I think you should go do this wrestling thing like. Why not? You're always coming in with like your Adidas and Under Armour. That's cool. And you got to look um, like try playing with this. Yo, I came out of college. I was like, fuck that shit. Wait, are we allowed to curse? Yes, we are. I was like, fuck that. Let me go try to find a school. And then uh, all the nearest schools were like an hour away. But I found one link for Pro Wrestling Syndicate with Pat Buck, Danny Moff. And I clicked on it. Uh, and it, the rest was history. I've been with them. Well, actually, no, I've been wrestling for seven years since, but it all started with college. That's awesome, though. That's super awesome. <laughs> I was like, uh, I know, like, for me, like I said, like, I, I, I've said it on here, I've been 18 months, but, like, prior, because, like, when I was when I was just hitting 20, I had just joined the military and was like, all right, I'm going to go off and, you know, go wherever the military tires me to go. And then, like, as soon as I got out, my wife was like, all right, well, now that we're out of the military, and I don't know why I said we, but she's now that you're out of the military, um, you need to start applying for jobs. And the first job I applied for was a writer for WWE. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, that's all I could think about was wrestling. Did you hear that? I'm so sorry. Can you say that again? Yeah, so I was just saying that, like, you know, one of the first jobs I ever applied for when I got to the military was with the WWE. So it's just funny to see, like, 
when uh how you were like one person told you like you should you should try this wrestling thing you're like fuck it I'm gone (laughs) yeah yeah like when I was little I always knew I wanted to be a wrestler I just didn't know how to do it I would go to like high schools and be like hey I was on the track I mean I wasn't good at track but I was on the track team I did cross country I knew I was like strong I was obsessed with dance and figure skating I don't know why and being flexible but I was just like I know I could do this. And like, how do you go up to your parent and be like, hey, I want to be a professional wrestler. So um, my mom one day gave me an ultimatum and she was like, it's either college or or this wrestling thing. And I lived li- the next day. We didn't even finish a conver- conversation. The next day I packed up my stuff, moved to my boyfriend and went to wrestling school. Um, I was about to have my first match three months after um uh I first started practicing and I was like hey mom I know you don't like this but like this is it it is what it is you know I know I won't regret this and yeah we made up (laughs) the wrestling like saved my family (laughs) nice nice that's like that was like the one thing my parents were always telling me too they're like always make sure you have something to fall back on and I was like all right yeah I mean like I get it but you know what let me fall back on myself I won't regret it yeah and that's that's where I was too like after I got a once I got in the military and I got done with college I was like what do I want to do I was like I want to be a pro wrestler too I was like that's where I'm gonna go and so yeah (laughs) fired everything off so seeing that you've been in the business for like seven years now I'm just very curious you've probably taken a lot of bumps I'm just curious what's been the worst bump you've taken wow um just one at practice I feel like the worst bumps are at practice, not at a show, because when you're at a show, you got so much pent up adrenaline, you're looking for people, the camera's in your face, but at practice, when everything's slowed down and you have to work with somebody, take your time, take your time with yourself. Um, Yeah, that was my worst bump. I was going for like a sunset flip, but the girl that was supposed to bend down had her feet together, so there was nowhere for me to land. And we've been practicing sunset flip. Like, that's the easiest thing ever. So um, I went to go jump over her and her feet were together. And I planted myself. And then, like, my shoulder hasn't been the same. But I bumped on my head, basically. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, really badly. That's bad. Then, yeah, yeah. But, this, I mean, like, it was practice. The worst bumps are at practice. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree. I know, like, um, my trainer was like, hey, like, what do you want to try? And I was like, I want to do Akira Tozawa's, like, big senton splash. And he was just like, bet, jump on the top rope and do it. Mind mm-hmm. you, I haven't really, I never took a dojo bump before or even just, like, a choke slam bump. So I was like, bet. And I, I did it, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> That's just not happening. <laughs> I was like, all the air oh in my lungs. Oh, on the mat too I didn't even have a crash pad I was like oh it hurts so much (laughs) yeah oh my god you know what that reminds me of the second the second worst bump I had um I was going to catch somebody as like a uh how do you call that move again he was gonna do he was just gonna like land on me and I just had to like catch him Hmm. he ended up overshooting it and landing on my head and all I felt was like a gong he like (laughs) overshot it and that time, Brian Hawks, I think, what was his name? Yeah, so um, 
uh, Brian Hawks just got out of the WWE and he's coming in and I just got a concussion from this guy landing on my head. It was oh, just like, no. bong, like, <laughs> man, wrestling is just lovely. <laughs> Yo, you know what? It, we, we love it. We love it so much though. Like, it's just one of those things that we genuinely, you give love to it and it does not give love back to you. It just lets you know, like, Hey, cool. Keep loving me. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Oh, Kurt. Kurt was coming in that day and we were messing around in the ring before practice. And then he comes in and he goes, Hey, you're right. And I'm like, I just got a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then right, he's well, probably like, yeah, you did kid. <laughs> so aside from like the worst bump, I'm just curious, like what's the hardest you've ever been hit in a ring? Man, um, I, 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 I don't even know because the level of pain that, that people go through, they just like take it. I've never been in a weapons match before, you know, so hopefully a stipulation comes in soon. But I feel like the hardest I've ever been hit was with Lufisto. Lufisto is one of the most hardcore chicks I've ever been in the ring with. It was a three-way match for um, Pro Wrestling Empire's uh, Women's Championship. And it was a three-way, you know, just a little punch, kick. You know, you're always going to be, like, somewhere. But she went for the punch, and I was like, oh, okay, wake up. Wake up. This <laughs> though. You thought. You thought. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, it's funny because, like, I've been, I've been reaching out to her to see if I can get her on the show. I'm definitely... I've heard a lot of fun stories about her, like how, how great she is like professionally, but then like I've heard like in the ring, she's like one of the hardest hitters. Like, Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder how sometimes like girls tell me like, oh, Vanity, I know you're how you're sweet and everything, but once that bell rings, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think about that too, because like uh, that happened with me a little while ago where like this guy was like, this guy and I, we were talking and we were just having like fun conversation. And then like, as soon as my music played, I was just like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is paying the bills now. We ain't right. <laughs> I'm over here like all smiles, like with these interviews and stuff like that. Only if they knew that once that music starts. I was like, right. Right. <laughs> I even get that for my, my photo shoots. Like sometimes a photographer would be like, you know, it's just a photo shoot. I just want to be like in my zone. But they're like, give me vanity. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, uh, this is a bikini shoot. I don't know. You want me to be like, come on now. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm curious, like with all your matches and stuff like you have, right? And I know another, a lot of wrestlers, this is like something I've been learning actually here recently. Um, but I know a lot of wrestlers don't eat before the shows, but they always have like that post-match snack or post-match meal that they got to have. So I'm very curious, like what's yours? Oh, I don't even know. Sometimes a steak, just like a nice juicy steak or sushi, something to fill me up and like I could just go to bed. I don't really do McDonald's anymore because like, you know, if I'm going to work hard for it, then I'm going to eat like a champ. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I can't be doing McDonald's and Burger King no more. That was like the first and second year. We've upgraded to a steak. <laughs> hey, what's your what's your go to role for uh, sushi? Uh, the dragon roll, like a mix of everything. Okay, yeah, yeah, I feel, I got that. I'm a, I'm, me, myself, uh, 
there's this place out in uh, Hawaii, right? It's called Jiraku's, but they had like the Jiraku special, which is like salmon and like, um, there's like avocado in there. And there's just like a bunch of other mixes in there too. And they, each roll is a different, each, each level is a different flavor. So I was like, it's, it's always so good. And I'm like, yeah. I like start drooling when I start thinking about it too much. I'm drooling right now, boy. <laughs> So I'm very curious though, like what kind of advice would you give to up and coming wrestlers? Um, your school's not gonna always, you know, have your back, have your own back. You know what I'm saying? Just believe in yourself and have your own back and you will see everyone's, you're gonna see everyone's true color, whether it's playing a character or being yourself or if you could do both, but just trust yourself. Trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. Somebody else will book you. Somebody else will love you. It's, it's, everything takes time. That's it. Just be true to yourself. Bet. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Oh, and save your money. Woo! That's one. Save your <laughs> money. <laughs> All right. So last thing I need from you before we get into the second best segment of this podcast, uh, I need a one do and one don't of the locker room. Do clean up after yourself and, you know, if you're if you're going to the same school or like around the same uh, uh, vicinity as the other wrestlers, sometimes I wouldn't mind picking up some trash around or whatever. But like, just clean up after yourself and um, don't smell bad. That's one thing. Oh my god, don't smell bad and um, shave and you know look like look like what you want to look like. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna go all hardcore with the blood. And go all hardcore. Don't do that. I want to look good. I want to look bad. I got holes in my shirt. You know? And then that, now you're trying to, like, play James Bond. Like, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Just stay consistent. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of yourselves. <laughs> so, those are my heavy-hitting questions, but we do have everybody's favorite segment of this podcast, which is the Three Count Podcast. 10 count questions and vanity. This is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. So whatever first thought comes to your mind, are yes. you ready to play the game? Boy, I was born ready. Let's, so let's go. go on. Our imaginary timer then. Bing. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite cartoon? Powerpuff Girls. Oh, shout out unrelated question but also the same question which one buttercup hey <laughs> buttercup. <laughs> would you rather be too hot or too cold too hot bet favorite movie cruel intentions okay <laughs> <laughs> i dig me some sarah michelle gallery i'm not gonna lie yes 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 <laughs> three things that you would take with you on a deserted island my cell phone, my charger, and a big flat screen TV. Let's go. Favorite color? Like copper, like a reddish brown. Okay, I like that. Would you rather have cookies or brownies? Oh, and my mom's the cookie cut brownies. <laughs> the brownie. <laughs> All right, favorite podcast? Um, I would have to say this one. Like, I don't really even listen to podcasts. Except, for, yo, you, I don't listen to podcasts, but you said Joe Rogan, and I do listen to him once in a while, and his stuff is funny and good. 
yeah. So yeah, save this one for today. Hey, bet. Don't worry, because like me personally, I know a lot of people will find this shocking, but with the Joe Rogan experience, I generally just started listening to the Dave Chappelle episode and I'm I'm all in for it right now. That's <laughs> dope. I gotta check it out. So nominate one person that you wanna see on this podcast. Tessa Blanchard or Maria Manic. Yes, I will take both. Yeah, oh my god, I have not seen Maria Manic for a minute. and then last but not least my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this show favorite curse word slut yeah (laughs) that's the first time that's the first time we've had that word on the show (laughs) i feel like that's it's just the most dirtiest you know like it's not my favorite but it's just the most dirtiest i'm just like slut like what (laughs) <laughs> my my head bends for that word <laughs> yeah i like that though so that being a 10 count questions last thing i need from you vanity is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you guys don't be a stranger please go on to google and just put in wrestle bay wrestle bay all day every day you'll find me i am the only wrestle bay so it won't be hard to find me so yeah hit that follow button subscribe support and there you go and it's that easy. You literally just go in, like, support, or subscribe, follow, write a comment, share it with your friends, do whatever. It doesn't cost you anything, but it helps everybody out. So oh, sure. make sure you do that. But that is it. This is the Three Count Podcast Presents. Now entering the ring, and as I said, I'm your Sherpa, the man who leads you up the mountain. But it's not about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And today entering the ring is the Wrestle Bay herself, Vanity, the master of the cookie cutter. And you guys know what to do next. Tune into the next episode and be there. Or you just wait till this episode ends. Listen to the outro. And another episode is going to play. That's ours. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn the notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys. And we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. Oh, at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So. Show us some support, please.